0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Today is our Memorial Day edition, and we are actually recording it Bright and early in the morning this Sunday. Yep. Jason, what are we drinking today?
0: So, it is entirely too early for whiskey. Yes. Uh, uh, some people wouldn't make that comment. Um, I'm not one of those, but hey, Hi, there you, you go. Know. Um, so, we're doing mimosas instead. I had a bottle of champagne left over. <clears throat> uh, so, we're mixing champagne and orange juice. Um, the the traditional Sunday brunch. Yeah. Uh, uh, drink. So, I said... Why not? Well, yeah. it, it gets I mean, rid of the bottle of champagne that I had, and, uh, you know, it's it's thematic since we're here this early. Yeah. And you know what?
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say it. Mimosas are good.
0: Mimosas are good. Yeah. I, I kind of wish we would have done it during the Mimosa, Mimosa Mayhem uh, match between Orange Cassidy and Jericho last year. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. But we are
1: here. It is Memorial Day, t- um, I guess, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Um, so... Uh, that's where we kind of remember the soldiers who have uh, passed and given their lives in service to this country. Yep. So.
0: And we do that by grilling burgers and hanging out on the beach or going to the creek or, or whatever the case may be.
1: Yep. And, you know, some people may do that by tuning in and watching Double or Nothing tonight. Yeah. I will not be one of them.
0: Um, I was not going to. I wasn't going to buy it. I wasn't going to watch it, but a friend of mine called me earlier this week and was like, hey, I'm going to watch this. And I said, uh, if you're paying for it, I'll come over and watch it, <laughs> but uh, I'm not chipping in. Because <laughs> normally normally in that case, we all kind of chipped in, you know, yeah. a little bit here and there. Make it easy. Um, whether, it's, like, whether
1: it's money or food yeah. or something.
0: And, and the comment that I got back was, wow, that bad. <laughs> and, you know, then we discussed, you know, the fact that AEW has done absolutely nothing to make me want to buy this.
1: It's too close on the heels of blood and guts. Yep. Which, you know, and we'll discuss this more. Uh, before we get too deep into all of that, what say we get go through results and talk about what happened or, you know, in some cases didn't actually happen this week in wrestling. So let's start off with Monday Night Raw. We get Kofi Kingston versus Drew McIntyre um which ended in a disqualification after MVP and Lashley interfered. We get Nikki Cross versus Rhea Ripley. Um the way this one worked, it was a beat the clock challenge. So, while Rhea dominated the match, I guess technically Nikki got the win. Yep. Then we get uh, Charlotte versus Asuka where um Charlotte um, got the win there. We get Riddle versus Xavier Woods. Um, and Riddle hit Woods with an RKO because he's part of Team RK Bro yep. to get the win. It actually looked pretty good, too. Yeah, it did. Kind of unexpected. Like, as soon as he did it, I'm like, wow, that was unexpected. No, wait. It was completely expected. But it worked. We get uh, Natalia and Tamina versus uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the women's tag titles. The champions of um, Tamina and Natalia, because they traded it a few weeks ago. They got the win. They retained, and the championships continue. Was that all the matches?
0: Mm, no, there was something else. Got to be right. Mm. Is that all you took notes on?
1: I'm on I'm checking on Bleacher report that's all they have posted is there that much talking
0: um come. Hmm.
1: that's it wow. and that's right because they went off the air the the cha- the tag team champions were the main event I think
0: yeah yeah they did because they yeah. went off the air with uh uh wow Shana confronting Reginald wasn't it
1: Yeah, because Shayna told Reginald that she's tired of the crap, and we get to see Shayna versus Reginald tomorrow on Raw.
0: Yeah. I thought there was
1: more substance to the show. I guess some of the matches must have gone several segments. I guess. Hmm.
0: Um, Moving to Tuesday night, we had NXT, of course. We kicked off with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, where uh, Ember and Shotzi won. We had Bobby Fish versus Pete Dunn, where Pete Dunn wins. Uh, We had Mercedes Martinez versus Zayda Ramir, where, of course, Martinez won. L.A. Knight, well... We had a Cameron Grimes Million Dollar Man This is the Million
1: Dollar Face-Off.
0: The Million Dollar Face-Off, where LA Knight uh, got involved. Uh, We had Frankie Monet making her debut uh, versus Cora Jade, where, of course, you know, Cora Jade won. Frankie Monet won, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Santos Escobar challenge Bronson Reed for the North American title. Uh, We got a Timothy Thatcher Chompa promo. Uh, then we had uh, Crosspoint. Isn't that what they were calling it? Crosspoint? carrying uh, Cross versus Finn Balor.
1: Something like that. Turning Point. Vote, I don't know.
0: They had some kind of special name for this, where Karrion Cross wins uh, by referee stoppage, which I think is kind of important there. Uh, and that's how NXT then went off the air.
1: Yep. Um, so, on Wednesday night, no, wait. Nope. There was... There was Basketball or something. Yeah. Uh, so it was moved to Friday night. We get the AEW Dynamite showing for this week. Uh, we get Darby Allen versus Cesar ben- uh, Benoni. Mm-hmm. Um, where, of course, Allen gets the win there. We get a uh, double or nothing weigh-in with Cody Rhodes and Anthony Agogo. With, uh, the
0: governor, Anthony Agogo. Who's the face in this match, thank you very much.
1: Certainly seems that way. <laughs> like, they're trying to make it to where Cody's the face, but yeah. Um, Paul White mm-hmm. is doing the way in and Agogo's sitting there moving around because it's taking them a while to figure out the little analog scale stuff that they have for Cody. And Paul's like, you need to stop moving around, dude, to Agogo, because Agogo's pacing like he's about getting ready to attack. He's like, you don't want to mess with me. And coco, stop moving around.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> w- would you talk back to the giant?
1: No, no. And, like, he looks like he could be in pretty close to the best shape of his life. Like, he doesn't look heavy like he has in the past. Yeah,
0: well, he had slimmed down a lot.
1: Yeah. Raw. Yeah. Uh, we get Hangman Page versus Joey Janela, uh, where Page defeated Janella. We then got a uh, face-off with... Uh, Brian cage and page basically conned cage into doing the match himself without the help.
0: Got him a little bitch. He did. He did.
1: (laughs) Um, we'll see if that actually happens. Well, I won't, you will, Um,
0: uh, news, uh, newsflash. It's not. Yeah.
1: Uh, orange Cassidy comes out after, um, a little while to give, uh, Kenny Omega, his answer. I guess Omega had offered him a contract or something to join the elite, and he said no. And so we get this face off where Cassidy lays out uh, Omega. Omega had attacked Pac in the ring, and Pac was kind of laying in the corner watching as Cassidy lays out Omega, and he kind of has a shocked look on his face, like, What? Right. And then. Pac stands up when Omega reaches down to grab the... Or, I'm sorry, not Omega. Cassidy reaches down to grab the belt. And it's like, no, no, no. So, Cassidy just lays out Pac as well with the punch. And, yeah. Uh, We get uh, Jay Cargill versus Kaylin King, where Kaylin King won. I mean, of course, no. Cargill. It's always going to be Cargill. Until they decide that they don't want to push her anymore.
0: Well, it'll be her until Brandy comes back.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, look... I. We can talk more about this later, but Cargill
0: looks like a star. She does. She really does.
1: So, I mean, uh, we get Dante Martin versus Miro. Uh, Dante Martin's part of uh, Top Flight. And, of course, uh, Miro defeated Martin. They honor uh, Hikaru Shida and give her a new women's championship belt.
0: Um, Yeah, which actually looks a lot better.
1: What's the deal with them constantly debuting new belts?
0: I think what the problem was there is they they debuted their belts, like the TNT belt and mm-hmm. all that. They wanted to get it on TV as a, here you go. But it wasn't ready yet. Uh, the,
1: the TNT I can understand because it was debuted well, like, <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic. But the yep. women's belt. Well, and you know the, the women's, women's belt, belt. They debuted when they started TV. Yeah. There was a full year of buildup before. Well, not we quite a full year. No, no.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it
1: debuted before COVID. Right. You you had almost a full year. You had ten months of buildup.
0: We'll talk about this to
1: get there. Yeah. Okay. We'll
0: uh, that our fir- we'll make that our first point. The women's belt because <laughs> there's something I want to say about it. So
1: we get the the Dark Order uh, versus Scorpio Sky and All Ego Ethan Page where uh, Sky and Paige defeated the Dark Order. And then we get the Inner Circle celebration where they celebrate each other and we get uh, Eric Bischoff there to talk about how he changed wrestling when he debuted the NWO 25 years ago Friday. Mm -hmm. Or Thursday. Something, you know. I I guess. I, I mean... Kind of cool they marked the 25th anniversary of the NWO. I'm not sure why I needed Eric Bischoff there to celebrate the inner circle.
0: We'll get there, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about AEW first. And um, that was AEW. Uh, we had SmackDown, which we kind of did those backwards because SmackDown was on from 7 to 9, and then AEW came on at 9 and went from 9 to 11, yeah. which was smart, I think, on their part. Yeah. Um, not to go against SmackDown. Why
1: compete with SmackDown when you can? Although,
0: I think what would have been smarter is if maybe if they would have gone on at 5. Then maybe you, you miss you miss seven. the
1: crowd that has to drive home from work. Right. You know,
0: yeah, true, true, true. I mean, I, I didn't get I the chance thinking, to watch it
1: Friday. I had other things to do. But I don't get off work till 5.
0: Yeah. Like, I was thinking, my, my brain was thinking, four hours of wrestling is a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So get yours in. But uh, SmackDown happened. It was a thing. Um, we had the Street Profits versus the Usos, where the Usos won. Uh, the Riot Squad challenged Natalya and Tamina, where Tamina and Natalia retained. Uh, we had Bianca Belair versus Carmella, where Belair won. Uh, Seth Rollins cut a promo because uh, it was his birthday. Happy birthday. So happy birthday to him. Uh, Kevin Owens and Apollo Crews had a match for the Intercontinental title where Owens won, but it was by DQ because Roman Reigns, uh, I think, was it Roman Reigns? No, uh, Aziz got involved, which, um, yeah, I I hate all of this already. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura fought Chad Gable where Nakamura won. Then we had a tag team championship match of the Mysterios versus Rude and Ziggler, where the opposite happened this week than last time, where Dominic had to go out and fight the, the dirty dogs by himself. Which, can we just put here um, how bad that makes Rude and Ziggler look? The fact that fresh faced, brand new Dominic uh, basically beat them. Um, in fact let me let me not say basically fresh phrase Dominic beat them the only thing that Ray did was his music played which caused uh, I think it was Ziggler to uh, kind of uh,
1: huh what wait so does that mean that Ziggler's a face now because only <laughs> the faces are dumb enough right? to turn for that
0: and then uh, Dominic rolled him up for a win. So let's talk about AEW first. A couple things there. Okay. So let's hit the women's title because I said I wanted to talk about that first. Sure. AEW caught a lot of flack over the women's title when it first came out. Um, it's small. It's very small. And
1: they didn't change that with the new one.
0: It is. Oh, it's a little bigger, I think.
1: Okay, like a finger?
0: Maybe. Well, I mean, I get their point of it being smaller. Because the AEW title is ostentatiously large. Yeah. Um, It's like a boxing belt, not a a wrestling belt.
1: But the AEW title is the best heavyweight title in America.
0: Yeah. Because that WWE... I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the AEW championship belt. I think it's a little too big. Uh, I, I feel like it would be a little smaller. It would look cooler, mm-hmm. personally. Um, I like the I like the fact that the women's title looks different because I mean, look at WWE. Mm-hmm. The women's title is just a smaller version of the men's title. No, oh, yeah, yeah, And I'm not yeah. saying it has to be that way. It's just it's but tiny. The problem that I had with the women's title and the problem a lot of people had with it was it was black with silver. Mm-hmm. You could there was no detail. There was no you. Just looking at it, it looked like a black leather strap with silver plates on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't really see it. And that's a, a fact of the fact that it's small and that it's silver. So, details kind of hidden. Yeah. The new one is a little bigger. It's gold, like all the other belts are. Yeah. It has diamonds on it, which I don't know if that's a, well, girls like diamonds. Put some diamonds on it or if it's just trying to make it stand out. Well, a lot of belts have diamonds on them these days. Um, uh, you know,
1: WWE's done that with all of right. their belts, is that they've put a bazillion yeah. diamonds on
0: there. <laughs> Sir, those are rhinestones at best. <laughs> I'm just
1: saying, you know. Um, the the main one that they use on TV, I guarantee you, has diamonds in it.
0: Probably. Um, but, uh, you know, I kind of like the new look of it. I like the new design. I hate the fact that Cheetah's probably going to lose it. Yeah. Tonight. so she's, she she's got it for two days, and then she's gonna lose it to Britt Baker, which is I'm a relatively the, the certain. The question Baker's becomes,
1: yeah, you know, the question then becomes, and she needs to win. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I love, I love I love Sheeta, but she's had the belt. She's for a had year. the belt for over a year, and it's it's time to move on with it. Time to move on, and it's kind of been lackluster. Sheeta needs to kind of go away for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that, and and, and see, come th- back feel, a little more aggressive. I, I feel think. the
0: opposite there. Sheeta has been gone too much. The women's belt... Well, when I say go away, she needs to go away from the title. Okay. Well, because, you know, my fault there is Sheeta defended the belt rather regularly when she first got it. Mm -hmm. But the last six months or so? She hasn't. She hasn't. So, maybe putting it on Britt Baker, maybe we'll get to see it, you know, every week. Because we haven't seen Sheeta every week. And I don't know if that's a mixture of, you know them not having anything far, or, you know, maybe she's going back and forth to Japan. Well, I don't know if she's going back and forth, because she made she it a point here. that she was moving yeah.
1: here. But her her English has improved yeah.
0: exponentially. So I don't know what the deal um, is there. I, I do think, though, that for sure, um Sheeta needs to win. No. I mean, uh, Britton needs to win, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I think we need fresh blood at the top. Yep. Get some new matchups um, and go from there. So did they debut it on Sheeta as a, hey, thank you for carrying us through this? Because AEW was live in front of a f- packed house. They redesigned the yes. arena to put more people in there. So... Was that a hey, thank you for carrying it through I this? Think so. Uh you get to carry this It just felt nice weird. new belt for a couple days. It,
0: it just felt weird. Like I feel like maybe what they should have done was debuted it at Double or Nothing. You know, you have to come down with the belt with her belt on, right? And then you have the table with the cloth over it. And when Baker comes and gets in the ring you know, they Tony announces. You know, yeah. the winner of this match will be receiving the new women's champion, and he pulls the cloth off, and there's the cool new belt. Well, think
1: of all the heat that Britt could have gotten taking the old belt and throwing it away, and throwing it away, saying, "You know I, what? No, yeah. this this is not this is not worthy of me.
0: This is not befitting a champion like and, me." And you know, just and she just, she just throws th- it into the trash. At, well, I don't. No, I don't want to throw it in the trash. But, and, you but you it know, just tosses it to the
1: side. You know. And, and brings out this brand yeah. new diamond crusted yeah. slightly larger and, and you know yeah uh, the heat that she that could have garnered from that I think that could get really cool so you know what do you look at there and and I don't for the most part AEW's done a decent job they've mm-hmm. slacked off this last couple months I'm not sure what's going on if they're just at a holding pattern for some reason if they said oh, okay we're going to go back live and we're going to wait
0: cuz like maybe that's it this show was I kind of weak it.
1: this show was kind of weak for a lead in yeah for a go home this was very weak for a go home but it was better than the weeks before yeah and it i think the problem is and we've talked about this for double or nothing they had blood and guts too close to it mm-hmm. and there was no time to build for matches that we could care about.
0: We talked about, I think stadium stampede stadium stampede to me feels like a, oops, we goofed on blood and guts. Yeah. You know, that's what it feels like. So it's, we see. We did have a weird thing in AEW where we got the build far stadium stampede. Uh, the pinnacle stood tall at the end of it all. Um, which means that Inner circle is probably going to win.
1: Well, I would say, based off what happened, and we need Inner Circle to win, because I don't want to see them break yeah. up yet. They they just became faces. They haven't accomplished what they need to accomplish. Yeah. They spent the first year of their existence supporting mm-hmm. Jericho, which is fine. That is fine, to establish the group. Now it is time for them as a group to spin out and establish Sammy Guevara and... Yeah. Uh, Proud and powerful. Yep. And we need to see them do that, and they need the support to do that. I do like Sammy saying, you know, talking about how much he's grown and and how much they've helped each other. He's like, man, when when I debuted, I I was wearing wearing a panda panda head. head. Yep. Like, he's like, (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was a cool thing. Yep. And now he, he gets it. So Jericho got through to him. Yep. So, yeah, they've got to win. Plus... The pinnacle attacked, a, a, attacked. Yeah. Dean Malenko. Yep. No. Right. No. You've got There
0: has to be comeuppance.
1: Yeah, there has to be comeuppance, and as we've seen with the elite, Tony Khan's not going to do it from the back, mm-hmm. right. which is fine. I don't need Tony to be. I don't a character want Tony all as that a character often. Character
0: authority figure.
1: You know, but I I, I do like I do like the times where he stepped in off screen and said, "Hey, we're going to find the bucks this much for yes. kicking." You know, I I like that because everybody knows they made no secret that Tony Khan is the head of the company. Mm-hmm. So, but you just had a group attack a man who has Parkinson's. Yeah. And there's been nothing. Right. Like, that's when you turn around and you fire somebody. Yeah. Like, you fire Wardlow. You say, Yeah. you know, okay, y'all are going to do that. Wardlow, you're fired. What?
0: Yep. That's exactly what you do. And the pinnacle's like, no, no. And then they get their asses beat. we've, We've made the comment before that we'd like to see Wardlow as a face. Yeah. Right? You go to... You have this happen. You have them attack, quote-unquote, attack Demolinko. Malenko. You have Tony. You have the stadium stampede. You, you can have the stadium stampede match with all of them, mm-hmm. Re- really and truly. Inner Circle wins. And at the end of Inner Circle winning, Tony comes out and says, you got your punishment from the Inner Circle. However, that doesn't complete your punishment due to attacking one of my backstage producers. A non-wrestler. A non-wrestler. And he looks at MJF and he goes, I would love to fire you, but there's more that needs to be done with you.
1: Your punishment's
0: not over yet. Your punishment's not done yet. He looks at at, uh, uh, the FTR and says, uh, you know, I'm not going to fire you either because we have plans for you too. And you see, like, Santana and Ortiz, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, and then he looks at Wardlow and goes, you're fired. He doesn't give them anything. He just looks at him and goes, you're fired. And Tony turns around and walks backstage. Yeah. And you leave Wardlow just standing there like, because did Wardlow, was, who was the one that actually attacked Malenko? I don't, I don't think that, it was Wardlow. I
1: don't think they ever showed. Um, so, all, they, all they showed was... MJF standing right, over right. uh, Dean Malenko because nobody attacked Malenko. Right. Malenko, if there is a do not touch list in right. AEW, He's on it. Malenko's on it, Jake is on it. Even though Jake well, took a bump. <laughs> Jake took a bump, so Jake may not be on it anymore. But um, Also, Jake wouldn't care. Jake would be one of those guys like, I don't care if they have some list backstage.
0: Hit right. me. Hit me. Right. <laughs> Hit me. And Malinka so, would
1: probably be the same way, but when you have Parkinson's, you just can't take those hits.
0: But what mm. you do, here's how you build this. You know, Let's hit our fantasy booking thing, but I don't remember mm-hmm. which one it is. So. I think it's... Yeah, there we go. So what you do is you just have Tony look at Wardlow and go, you're fired. And Wardlow kind of just stands there shocked. And you cut to MJF, and MJF just goes, sorry, buddy. And the pinnacle walks away. Just leaves Wardlow standing there to take the heat. You took, good job. You were the scapegoat. Wardlow goes away for a month or two. Yeah. Then we move on our feud. We're not having Inner Circle versus Pinnacle anymore. No, it's done. It's done. Inner Circle moves on and does their thing. Pinnacle gets involved with something else. You have MJF gets involved in a match with somebody. Uh, Miro for the TNT title even. You know, something like that. Yeah. Even though mirror's not a face, but either way, we have this this happening right. And then all of a sudden, this dude in a black hoodie jumps over the barricade because we're back in. We're we're now back in people being here, so he yeah. I mean, they're they're
1: they're going. They have a full crowd tonight for Double or Nothing. Yep. They're touring. Are they? They're touring this month. Their tour, yeah. Touring. Well, I say this month. um, They're touring in June. They start touring, so you know we can.
0: So. Dude in black hoodie jumps over the barricade and just annihilates MJF behind the referee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, two, three, Miro keeps his title. Miro doesn't care. Dude in the black hoodie disappears. We don't get the reveal.
1: Of course everybody knows it's, everybody Warbo, knows because it's Warbo because of because size. Because
0: of but but size and everything. But it's wrestling. So yeah. who was that masked man? You yeah. Know? Hulk Hogan with the beard with the mustache <laughs> hanging out of the Mr. America was it, match. Was it Patriot or whatever? Patriot, yeah. Um, so you have this and you have that happen like two or three times. Like anytime MJF's in a match, he gets jumped. Then you start having the pinnacle come the pinnacle comes out and they're out there with him and you know they're they're looking around, you know, they're they're making sure nothing happens. But somehow it happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then after about a month of this, you finally, you know, MJF's had it. He calls out, I don't know who you are, you know, if you're just a fan, we're gonna find we're gonna find you, we're gonna arrest you, it's assault, blah, 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 blah. And then Tony walks out on stage and goes, "Oh, Max, I'm 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 sorry. Um, I want to introduce you to our newest member of the AW roster." And it's War- Wardlow comes out and he goes, "He's been working with us for about a month now. No. Y'all've met." <laughs> you know, and then Tony just walks backstage again. You know, I don't want him on stage doing a lot of stuff. He doesn't need to be the focus. No. He needs to be the prod that gets us there. And then Wardlow just comes out and, you know, you, you, could e- you could even
1: do it without Tony. You could have, you Dean, Malenko you have Dean Malenko come and out. You could have Dean Malenko come out Because Malenko's got the crowd, you know, he's got yeah. the being in front of yeah, the crowd. That, you know, I think that
0: works even better. You know. You know, Malenko comes out and says that. And then, and you have um, Malenko, you, let's, keep, let's keep Tony off to you. I'm, I'm going to yeah. retcon you a little bit. That's fine, that's fine. Let's, let's keep Tony Malenko off to you. It. Let's have in Malenko fact, do it. Even better there, you could have Malenko come out and say, you know, after Wardlow makes his, you know, MJF, you were fired, blah, blah, blah. And Malenko's like, yeah, well, you know, he's a young guy. He makes mistakes. Young people make mistakes, Max. And then, but Wardlow here, he came to me. He apologized. We talked about it. He wants to make amends. Go make amends, Wardlow. And then yeah. Wardlow just charges the ring and tears up the pinnacle. Um, You talk about building a super hot baby face? That, that would do it. That would do it. Um, And let's spin off because
1: here's how you launch your... So we've talked about Pinnacle and launching Wardlow. Mm -hmm. So while we're still on our fantasy booking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just found those. You're going to hear those a lot.
1: Yeah. Let's spin off and talk about what we do with the inner circle. Mm -hmm. The elite are begging for a group to come at them. Yeah. So let's move the elite. And focus on what we were supposed to get last year, Blood and Guts. Right. Was the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Yeah, we had Face
0: Elite versus heel Inner Circle, Well, now we got the opposite. Now we
1: got the opposite. So, let's spin this off. I don't want to see Jericho versus Omega. I've seen there, been there, done that. It's yeah. going to be a great match, but now it's time to build the next generation. Yep. So, you have Proud and Powerful facing off with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. You have Sammy Guevara. Going after Kenny Omega. And you build that feud. And you use this feud to launch Proud and Powerful. Yep. In the tag division. Basically considered a relaunch because they haven't done anything for a year in the tag division. Right. So let's relaunch Proud and Powerful. Let's give them a better name because Proud and Powerful is a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe something I don't know something, because they're they're Latin and they're American, and you know it's kind of an exchange. Uh,
0: I think the copyright lawyers <laughs> have something, or trademark so, lawyers. So, would have so something we to couldn't do with that. we
1: couldn't call them LAX, what they were called Probably for not. years. We could call them XLAX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, we go out there and we do that. Yeah. And honestly, could they not just? They they have a partnership with TNA. Mm-hmm. Instead of sending them directly for the bucks, send them to TNA and have them beat down the Good Brothers. Yeah, and you have the TNA guys. Oh my God, that's
0: that's LAX. That's, L- yes. that's L-. Yeah. And
1: you just carry that over.
0: Well, and, and, you and could, you're you telling me,
1: you're telling me that Tony, who has spent all of this money to buy Jungle Boy the rights to this music from the '80s for Jungle Boy. Yep. The the same thing for Orange Cassidy that he he bought music for Orange Cassidy, you're telling me that Tony Khan wouldn't say you know what, LAX mm-hmm. sounds better than Proud and Powerful, hey,
0: hey, TNA, anthem, we, we buy what what do you, for you long want long for
1: LAX, right? Because here,
0: yeah, well you could even do it like uh like the Outsiders did, right? Um, you don't you uh. You know my name, but you don't know why I'm here. And he never said he was Razor Ramon. Diesel never said he was Diesel. Yeah. But, yeah, (laughs) you know.
1: And then they got sued.
0: Yeah, they got sued. And it failed.
1: No. The suit won. Did they? WWE won the suit.
0: I thought it failed because there was never any. That's why um,
1: Hall kind of stopped with the whole accent thing. Yeah, I guess so. And, and they just kind of diesel. I don't think diesel was a character so much as a, he's a big guy. We're just going to call him diesel. Right. Uh, so how do you,
0: and then WWE tried the whole fake diesel and fake razor anyway. So, yeah. yeah,
1: but no, it's like, it's why he had to stop doing the whole Cuban That's accent. Right. That's fair. Uh, now listening, I got this all from an 83 weeks. So take that yeah. for what it's work, right. you know, uh, Coming from the mouth of Eric Bischoff, uh, Bischoff's like, oh, well, we probably could have won, but Turner didn't know how to fight WWE in fight. court and they didn't want to fight. So, because yeah, I feel like they could have won, but yeah, uh, I mean, a generic guy right. talking, uh, and so, exactly. but whatever. Um, um, moving on, let's move on from AEW. AEW. Yeah, we need to talk about some other stuff. What do you feel about what's going on with Bobby Lashley and Drew
0: McIntyre? I'm tired of it. Yeah. Like, um, I just don't care. I it, love Drew McIntyre. I think he's awesome. The The whole story, not just the, the story that you're telling as Drew McIntyre, the character, but the story of uh, Drew Galloway.
1: Yeah, the uh,
0: individual. The individual, the, uh, you know, was the chosen one, pissed it away. Uh, you know, basically bought into his own height, mm-hmm. got fired, went somewhere else. Well, he was learned what he was supposed to be doing, and then has come back as this monster. The the know. the fact that he got brought up too early. Yeah, he really he was did. super young,
1: and I'm gonna say that he was probably immature. Oh, I'm sure as a not only as a wrestler. As a person,
0: but as an as an individual sure. as well, and then all of a sudden you're being you're being shoved into this whole you're the chosen one. Yeah, you're the person that Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon has picked to be yeah. the next face of the WWE, the next John Cena, yeah. the next Hulk Hogan. You know, Um wow. How, do, how does that not go to your head? How does that not go to your head immediately? Right. Um, Even
1: if you know it's a storyline, because he did, actually had not met Vince until Vince called him out.
0: Yeah, you know for that right. segment on SmackDown. How does that not go
1: to your head though? Like, exactly.
0: It it just it has to. Yeah. Um. Well, they and the you know the thing is they talk about it in the Ultimate Warrior thing on A and E. Um. That. Yeah, it, it's all storyline, but still, you know, Warrior was pegged as the guy who. Was going to beat Hulk Hogan, yeah, and even though that's the story, and with a swipe of a pen that can change, still, you know, Vince made the comment that Warrior bought into his own hype. Mm-hmm. I think Drew kind of did the same thing. It's
1: it, it, it's inconceivable. It's entirely yeah. possible. Like I don't know Drew. And Drew, if you ever listen to this podcast, right.
0: don't come beat us up.
1: Don't come beat us up because we, we're speculating here. We're yeah. guessing. We, we don't know you. We've never met you. We're fans. Yeah. But how do you not buy into that hype? Right. And then how do you then get put into three and B, right? Perennial losers. And from listening to different podcasts and stuff over the years, three and B actually could have been a little better, I think. But Drew was injured Yeah, when they put him all in there. So Drew, the biggest guy, the heater, right. as they call him, couldn't get the heat because yeah. he was injured, which immediately threw them into, well, we're out here for comedy. We're out here to lose.
0: Lower card jobbers.
1: Yeah. And you have guys in there. And, and you can go back and look at Drew. We've talked about it before. Yeah, He didn't look like a star. He was nope. big. He was a big dude, but he didn't look like a star. He didn't look like a star. So he loses his job. That's a wake-up call he needs. He goes back to his where he started, yep. and he starts from scratch. Yeah. He revamps his look. He finds steroids. Um, apparently. I'm sorry. You don't get that the body that he has without steroids. Clean living and, and working out will only get you so far.
0: Okay? <laughs> So, Drew, I want it known that Jason did not say anything about you using steroids. That was Michael.
1: Michael said that. I will come, I will take
0: any <laughs> kick that you give me and I will still
1: believe that you had some steroids, okay? i um, Look, he did. Yeah. He did. Um Um Gender did too. Yeah. Stop but, lying about it, Gender. Stop.
0: But now so you have Drew, you have this this amazing run. He gets the he gets the belt. He, you know, yeah. all this kind of stuff. We put the belt on Bobby. We've had match after match after match after match with Drew. The only thing I'm thinking, the only thing that even sort of makes sense at all is Drew is going to continue to win these these number one contender type matches until SummerSlam, where he will win of a crowd and get the pop that he should have gotten when he won it last year at mania. That's the only thing I can think of that would make this make sense. Otherwise you're turning drew McIntyre into Charlotte flair.
1: The rumor that I heard a couple weeks ago that I read was that they're going to spin drew off one way or the other, whether he has the title or not into a feud with gender. Okay. Um,
0: I don't care about gender. I don't either. Um, gender is not, gender is not the level to be feuding with Drew McIntyre. That's at, not a feud. That is a this. That point, is a two-minute Raw filler match. At at this
1: point, I don't want Drew to win the title. I, I don't. Like, I'm not saying I don't ever want to be championship again. Uh, but I want Bobby to keep it. I want Bobby to keep the belt for and, a while. And, and, and Drew to go. Drew needs to step out of the title picture. If they want to get that pop, if they want to get that crowd in front of him like he should have gotten at WrestleMania last year uh, if it hadn't been for COVID, then he has to get away from the title picture. He's got to get away from it. And he's got to work through some people. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Who? Right. Who? 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 Yeah. No. Uh, Braun Strowman. He, he, yeah. He needs oh. a, he needs a decent few, another decent few. Cause they feuded before yeah. with Braun. Um, he needs,
0: I, I you how know, about you know this? Who would have been perfect if they wouldn't have put the tag titles on them. A good feud with AJ. Yeah. You know, that is, that is bona fides, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: a feud with AJ where he has to overcome Omos.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But here's the thing. There's nobody at the top to feud. So who do they reach out to? They've put AJ in the tag division. They've put RK, they've put Randy in the tag tag division. division with RK bro. So where are your top tier talent?
0: Raw doesn't have any.
1: Do they bring Finn Balor to Raw?
0: They could. Um I don't know where the story is there. I maybe mean, you bring maybe you bring Cole. But honestly, I don't think personally I love Adam Cole to death, but I don't see an Adam Cole versus Drew McIntyre feud. Being anything remotely fair, I
1: think you bring Finn Balor to Raw. He's definitively lost to Cross. Mm -hmm. He's done all he can do right now in NXT. He's elevated uh, um, um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. He's feuded with Cole. There's nowhere else for him to go in NXT. Literally nowhere. Yep. Like, there's there's nobody that he could wrestle in yeah. NXT that does any there's no, sense. There's nothing that's really going to help. Um, so oh, you bring him back to somebody Raw. Somebody
0: that we completely forgot. Who would have worked if Vince McMahon would understand what he is? Oh, Br- Bray Wyatt? Well, that. But uh, Keith Lee. <laughs> Keith. He he's, hasn't been on raw yeah. in
1: months. He hasn't been on TV in months. Nobody knows what's going on. Is it a health issue? Um rumor was out there that he got sent to
0: fat camp, which which I mean, okay, he's a bigger dude, he, but he's a bigger dude but he's, he's doing things in the room. Rune Salts, all right? Now
1: do I think he should lose a little bit of weight? Probably. He probably could. I'm. 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 I'm saying i saying a fat man who needs yeah. to lose a lot of weight. Yeah, and a Keith Lee who's in shape, mm-hmm. maybe not even in like, like I don't need Keith Lee to look like Drew McIntyre, but a Keith Lee who is in shape because maybe he's
0: the thing is Keith maybe Lee's he was getting a little out of shape. I, I don't Keith know. Keith Lee's got a power lifter body. Yeah. You know he doesn't have a basically he doesn't have a wrestler body. Him and Otis, kind of the same thing. They yeah. look fat. Keith Lee has a six pack. You know, I mean, yeah, and you
1: see it underneath his, you know, when he would take right. his shirt off and, and, you know, NXT when he didn't have
0: the. But you could elevate Keith Lee into that main event. Yeah. Um, you could elevate just,
1: Keith Lee. You could bring Finn Balor in. You and, bring and Finn ele- Balor up. Bray Wyatt, for whatever reason, yep, somebody, and I don't know who, I don't know if it's Vince or Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm. They don't get Bray Wyatt because look at what they've done with Lexi, with Alexa Bliss. Yep. They don't understand that character because exactly. Alexa Bliss is now Bray Wyatt. Yeah. that I mean, and, and look, Alexa's great. Mm-hmm. And I think most of her ring work is behind her because of her injury issues. Right. So putting her in a character-driven As opposed to wrestler-driven role? Yep. Smart move. Keep her on TV. She's a draw. Having her essentially take over the Bray Wyatt gimmick?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And she doesn't have the mind that um, Bray Wyatt has. Exactly. You know, she she just doesn't. She does not have the mind that Wyndham Rotunda Rotundo has. Mm -hmm. He created Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And when WWE screwed that up, he's like, well, okay, let's do this. And he creates the fiend. Exactly. I think the problem with the fiend is is that it went into COVID, and without the crowd there to demand the fiend, yep, it goes away. Because without the crowd there to say no, we we are not going to accept you burying this guy. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. Exactly, exactly. But you have Bray Wyatt. Move Finn Balor back to Raw. Give me Finn Balor versus um, Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Where he comes out there and he stuns Lashley. Not saying he beats Lashley, right? but he stuns him. Lashley's all upset and mad. This lets Drew move on somewhere else. Yeah. Have RK-Bro beat... Um, Beat AJ Styles and Omos for the titles. Mm-hmm. Because Randy's just too smart, tricks Omos. Right. And, you know, then we move into bringing AJ Styles. Look, all right, I did my thing. Mm-hmm. Let me move back to the title picture and get what's mine. Or turn AJ face. Because I need face AJ again. And and you move him back to the title picture.
0: There's a ton of stuff they could do. Now, we know they're not. No. They're going to keep giving us Drew versus Lashley. Because that's just all they know how to do. Yeah.
1: And then they're going to wonder, well, why do people not like Drew
0: anymore? Why do people turn on Drew? They're starting to turn Drew into Charlotte almost. He's being inserted into everything. And unfortunately, and I say that, look, it's not exactly a fair comparison because like we just talked about, there's nobody at the top of uh, of the overall division. The women's division, Charlotte gets put in and there are people that could be at the top. Um, I don't think, I I don't hate Charlotte. I kind of do. I hate how
1: WWE uses Charlotte.
0: That's fair. I was going to say, I kind of hate Charlotte. But I will never deny how good she is. Yeah.
1: And, you know, she's put out some tweets recently where she's like, I don't get how y'all don't, you know, why why y'all don't like me, why you're always complaining I'm at the top. It's because you're always at the top.
0: Always at the top.
1: Yes, you are undeniably an amazing talent. And yes, you deserve to be in the title picture. You don't deserve to be the sole person in the title picture. Yes. And it doesn't matter who else we get, whether it's Ronda Rousey and whoever else, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, whether Bailey, you know,
0: any, any anybody, of the
1: anybody, They're like, oh, we need to stick
0: Charlotte in there. Yeah, it's always this person versus this person and Charlotte. And
1: I don't want to see Charlotte in the title picture. I don't either. I don't. Okay, yes, you're going to beat your dad. We get it. We get it. You are going to beat your dad's record and get the 17 titles that he never got.
0: The other thing, though, is, and I think this is kind of telling, um. Crap! Now I've completely lost my train of thought. Never mind, I guess. Um.
1: We we get it. Charlotte's going to beat her dad's record.
0: Yeah, probably. Charlotte
1: is thirty four. She hasn't beat it already. Charlotte's what 34, 35? somewhere in there. she's going to beat her dad's record before she's done, assuming she doesn't get majorly injured.
0: Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. The biggest problem in all of that, in the Charlotte thing and everything, is the women's division has one story. Mm -hmm. Who's going after the belt? That's the only story they can build. Now, here what, last year, end of last year, I guess, yeah. there was the story of Charlotte and Lacey and all that, and that was completely title independent. And I was okay with that story. Uh, I, didn't, theory, I didn't I need didn't, flair. I didn't like the story as a as a story, Yeah, but the fact that they were trying to have a story that was, these two women have a story that has nothing to do with, I'm going to win the belt because I'm blah, 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 blah. I thought that was really cool. Then Lacey got pregnant, which derailed the story. And they've yet to go back to another. Here's a story. Yeah, or at least a major story. They they have little little breadcrumbs of stories from time to time, but the women's division has the main story of somebody is going to challenge somebody for a belt.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's it. And look, I, I honestly have no problem with Charlotte getting a match or two with Rhea and Asuka.
0: Yeah, she doesn't need all the matches with Because
1: Raya. she did come out and say, hey, I'm challenging for the belt at Mania. Mm-hmm. And then she disappeared. Yeah. False pregnancy test, COVID test, right. whatever it was. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So yes, she does deserve, from a story standpoint, from a writing standpoint, yeah. looking at a whole picture
0: standpoint, I get it. It makes sense. What I hate is... And, and Jay has made the comment multiple times, he hates triple threat matches. I dislike triple threat matches. Well, let me rephrase that. I dislike them as the way WWE is doing it in a, every match has to be a triple threat match. Yeah. But this is what you end up with in that, right? Mm-hmm. You have Charlotte inserting herself into a triple threat with her, Rhea, and Asuka. Then you have Rhea pins Asuka, so Charlotte can continue to say, well, I never lost, mm-hmm. therefore I deserve another shot. Then she loses to Asuka, which I think she beat Asuka, but you get my point. She yeah. loses to Asuka. So Asuka says, well, I just beat you, so I get my shot back. But I never lost in the title match. So here's another triple threat match where Rhea will pin Asuka, or will pin Charlotte and then watch her repeat. Yeah. You know, stop. WWE I don't need I don't need
1: title I don't need triple threat title matches every, every time.
0: time. WWE has this terrible habit with feuds, with things that are going on. They just keep dragging them on. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, a feud lasted a year, right? But and I don't
1: mind long term booking. I don't mind long term booking. Look at what it but did for. Was,
0: but hang on, back in the day, if you had like Macho Man versus Hulk, that's a year long feud. Starts at Rumble. Ends at Survivor Series. But during those periods in there, they didn't fight. Yeah. They might fight at Mania. They're going to fight at Mania. They might fight at Slumber Slam. Probably not.
1: Did you just call it Slumber? Slumber Slam. Slumber Slam.
0: So they might fight at SummerSlam. Probably not. Yeah. But you only saw them fight maybe four or five times that whole year. Yeah. You didn't see and they them were fight. It was in
1: tag matches. It was, it was they didn't matches. get one on one until Mania,
0: right? You didn't see them every Monday fighting each other. Mm-hmm. You didn't see them every Monday in some random. You two, I know you're. I know you hate each other, but you're going to have to team up against so and so, and then they win this established tag team, mm-hmm. and then they win because they're the two top guys, right? You didn't see stuff like that, or if you, you know. Maybe you saw it once. Yeah. These feuds get stale so fast because we see the feud every week. There is so much wrestling content that they have to fill. We see it constantly. It burns it out quicker. So that year-long feud probably should run about six months. Mm -hmm. But they're still wanting to book it as a year-long feud. They just have nowhere to go. I see the same matches. WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash. How many times have
1: we sat here and talked about, well, this week Raw was exactly the same as last week.
0: Yeah, Because it is the
1: exact same show. And a lot of that falls onto, and I'm going to throw it onto Vince, Mm -hmm. when he shows up at 5 o'clock and says, oh, this is crap. This is crap. Rewrite it. Shreds it, and they rewrite the show. And they're rewriting the show into the first hour of Raw. Mhm. You can't write compelling product that way. You
0: can't create long-term storytelling that way. Exactly. You cannot. It is impossible. And well, you you can't write compelling yeah, stories that way. But um is
1: there anything we need to talk about in NXT or uh SmackDown, anything jump out at you that we haven't already addressed in some form or fashion?
0: Um, the only thing, we're we're progressing the Roman Reigns story a little bit more. Mm. Uh, we had Jimmy and Jay last week. Jimmy went to Adam Pearce to make the match for the Street Profits match to try to get a, a tag shot. And Roman was mad. No, I get to determine when things happen. Yeah. So we had the match versus the Street Profits. They win. Jimmy goes back to Pierce and says, "You know, next week we're challenging for the titles." Um. Then the the match last night of the Mysterio's or the Mysterio's versus uh, three dogs match. You, you see Roman watching it. Um. I feel like one of two things is going to happen. Either they're ready to start pulling the trigger on. Jay turning on Roman, and we're gonna see uh, the Usos win. They get the belts off the Mysterios. Now they have gold as well. Mm-hmm. So you know it's one of those you know you know you're not the head of the table just because you got a championship, Us. You know that kind of thing. We put our own food on the table. We put our own food on the table. We're our own champions.
1: Which or, Jimmy is in a role in a position to be able to say that, right? Where Jay isn't.
0: Jay isn't. Or. You have Jay turn on Jimmy fully, and they're about to win the belts. And Roman comes out and says, and calls Jay over to him when Jimmy's trying to make a hot tag. And Jimmy jumps off the apron and walks over to Roman, and then of course Jimmy gets beat. Yeah, uh, you know, he takes a six one nine, a frog splash, one two three, and the Mysterios keep the belts. But you've you've split Jimmy and Jay completely at this point. Yeah. Um, then you tell the story of Jimmy. Not wanting to give up on Jay, been trying to get him out, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um,
1: just a quick talk about the uh, million-dollar face-off. Yeah. They got to be leading to bringing back the million-dollar belt, right? They got to be. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense at this point, with having DiBiase involved. As more than just a, a quick gimmick here and there. And the fact that it's all spinning around it. And then you have the face-off, and L.A. Knight interferes, or not interferes, but comes out and is basically saying, no, I should be the person. Right. So it's kind of lead to a feud between L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes
0: <laughs> for the Million Dollar Belt. It's got to be. I hope so, at least. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, And then either, this is either how you you push L.A. Knight, because he's been very, very floundering. Or it's how you elevate Cameron Grimes to that. Because, I'll be honest, I I hated Cameron Grimes. Uh, Me and Brady always talked about how How he was was the personification of dirty. Yeah. No, like, um, we, and
1: we talked about that on here. But yeah. I
0: really dig this this whole million dollar man thing. Yeah, this this thing that he's on. doing. see. yeah, you know, it's great.
1: It's working for him, um, and he's never going to be the world heavyweight champion. He's not going to be a world. He's, he's not, not gonna, even going to be, he's NXT, not gonna be an champion. NXT champion. Um, but he could be the
0: United States champion. Exactly. He could be. He could be a North American th- champion. In NXT. Yeah. He could hit the. He could hit the mid card. He could hit the mid card in NXT. He could hit the mid card in. in uh, Main roster. Um, I could see him as a U.S. champion. I could see him as a, a intercontinental title yeah. holder. You know, I could see that. Um, short term, not long term. Short term. He'd be a transitional. Yeah. For sure. Like, I could see him coming up. I could see them doing this, and if Sheamus still has the belt and he's still doing the open challenge stuff, I could see Cameron Grimes challenging Sheamus for the open U.S. title and winning it. Yeah. You know? Um, paying off Ricochet or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Put it all together. I really can't think of anything else that happened this week of note. Um, I can't either. Normally we would go over the match card for uh, double or nothing. but um, I, don't, I don't care. Don't really care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry.
1: Were there a couple more releases this week? I don't remember. Um.
0: Todd Phillips. Got
1: yeah. Fired. Todd Phillips was released, uh, and a guy who had been working with NXT on some of the music Yeah. Uh, got Reason let go. So um
0: yeah, you know, WWE's clearing Adnan out. Adnan Burke, did we talk about him? No, we didn't. Yeah, Adnan Burke, the uh, uh, who started on the raw announce team April twelfth. Yeah, right after has parted ways with WWE. <laughs> yeah. Man, WWE's they've
1: always talked about how WWE's announced booth is one of the hardest booths. because mm-hmm. uh, Vince McMahon is right there in your ear the whole time.
0: And see, I think I think the idea there was Verk had absolutely no idea what wrestling was going on. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he could have, I think Vince was like, okay, I can put an earpiece in this dude. I can tell him exactly what to say. Yeah. And that just didn't work out.
1: Yeah. So they're bringing in, uh, I think his name is Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Um, who a couple years ago tweeted about how wrestling was fake. So, sure, we'll see how that rolls. Uh, but with that being said, we do want to say a big thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Goshen, Mississippi. Um, come check them out. They have everything you could hope for. They've got role-playing games. They've got tabletop games. They've got uh, deck games. If you Any type of game that you want, yep. they've got it here for you. And while you're here, head on over to
0: Big Dog Liquor. Where you, sorry, you head on over to Big Dog Liquor where you can get some uh, any of the spirits that you would drink: vodka, tequila, whiskey, scotch, uh, liquors, wines. He's got a huge wine selection. Um, mixers, anything you can think of that's that you can that's liquor related, mm-hmm. liquor adjacent. Uh, he's got yeah. Um, does uh, military discounts on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, He also does a Senior Citizen discount. So, you know, I know Pat listens to our show, and he's getting old. so Yeah. um, There's that. And then, uh, you know, he also does uh, case discounts. If you order a case of wine, a case of your favorite liquor, he'll do a discount on that stuff, too. So give him a shout-out. Get something good from there. Come over here. Grab a board game. Grab some magic cards. Grab a D&D book of your choosing. Uh, Be like Michael and buy up all the dice. Yeah. Um, Whatever you need. And then go home and enjoy. Yeah.
1: And while you're at home enjoying it, go check out the Whiskey and Wrestling Facebook page.
0: Yeah. We're on Facebook. Promise.
1: Give us a like. Give us a comment. We've got our 100th episode coming up in about 10 weeks. Yep. So about two months. Yep. We're going to have our 100th episode. Tell us what you want to hear from that. Yeah. What do you, you want to hear from us on our 100th episode? Do you want us to do a normal episode? Do you want us to do some, something special? Do you want us to drink a certain drink? Yep. Keep it reasonable, guys. We're, right. we're not rich. Yeah. Uh, but not, leave us a comment. You're not donating
0: to our non-existent Patreon.
1: So. Yeah. yeah. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you want to hear from us. Yeah. And we'll see if we can make that kind of stuff happen.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I guess with that said,
1: cheers. cheers.